Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hair all over the place in here. Uh, my name is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I'm definitely up, but this was all the hair. And uh, I do this show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I stream on Rumble, stream on YouTube and on Facebook. Usually do single topic. Expand on them a little bit, throw in some just nonsense stuff that doesn't seem connected, but it does. Um, and just to get a point across. And I was thinking about that this morning. It's like, um, uh, hold on here. I saw an error message pop up. Hopefully that just fixed the error, which it didn't. And we won't be streaming on Rumble for some weird reason. Okay. Sorry about that, Rumble. No idea why we can't stream on Rumble sometimes. Um, and I, I usually talk about stuff that's in the news and related to dog training. I almost thought, like... I call my, you know, it's almost like the conservative dog trainer here. Because um, that's how I feel about a lot of things. People think I'm not that conservative, but I'm actually pretty, pretty conservative. Um, and it made me think about today. It made me think about uh, today uh, topic about yes has its limits and you should know what they are. And I immediately went to what's going on out there with this whole thing with children wanting to transgender. Just follow me or jump off the podcast, I guess. Because it's a hot topic. And seven to 12 year old children wanting to permanently change the trajectory of their, of their lives through a medical procedure or a medical choice. It's a little bit different than, you know, some other decisions that kids make. And that parents are not putting a stop to it because they've always wanted to make their kids happy. They love their children. They want to say yes to their kids as much as possible. But there is a time with different moments in your child's life that you absolutely need to say no. Absolutely not. You don't know enough yet about the world, about you, about life to make a decision like this. I mean, there's many adults that we can probably have this conversation with as well, just uneducated adults. But for a child, and then as your parent, it is your job to protect your child from childhood, from the, from, from the mistakes that children make to make sure 
they actually make it to adulthood, to the end of their natural life. And you should fight for that. You should actually be willing to die for that as a parent. And many parents out there feel the same way. I feel the same way. I'm, I'm a parent. And I would die for my kids. That's not just a saying. I thought about it actually deeply. And I would. And we can relate this to dog training. The concept of so many folks just always saying yes, never say no. That is a whole concept out there. A whole concept. A religion almost. A thing that, that, that so many trainers are doing in the media and vets are preaching all, all, always say, always say yes to your dog. Don't stop. Don't say no. Don't stop an unwanted behavior. Teach them a new behavior. And the thing is, we all should know how far that can go and then where it fails. And when it's time to grow the fuck up and say no to your kids and say no to your dogs. Now, the thing is with dogs, they're being killed at a much higher rate than our children are. Unless you live in Chicago. The thing with our dogs is that so many people are struggling, they can't have people over their house. So many families do struggle because of their children's behavior as well. They can't bring their kids anywhere. They can't have people come to their house. But with dogs, it's astronomical. And just because your dog can do all these obedience commands, but and he meets your emotional needs by sitting next to you and cuddling up to you and maybe sleeping in your bed. I sleep with my dog, Tex. I enjoy it. But your dog jumps up all over people when they come in the door, constantly barks out the window, shits and pisses in the house, gets into dog fights, possibly kills a dog, bites people runs away, kids run away, but not too many kids are getting hit by cars. 
Dogs are getting hit by cars. Not too many kids run away and then live happily with another family. Many dogs get run away and either get go into a shelter and some get adopted and some get killed. And some stay in the shelter forever. So yes gets us very far with our dogs. Yes gets us to teach them how to do all their obedience work. Walking in public. Teaches them what we want. And it's wonderful to teach all those things. It's wonderful to have that type of connection with your dog. But without saying the no to your dog, your relationship will not be whole. Without putting down boundaries with your dog, your relationship will not be whole. What just think about this this morning? I mean, this I was this whole topic, but but it just it just hit me this morning as I'm looking at texts outside. The we have a, 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 a I guess yeah, it's a routine. So I, I I don't sleep well. I was up at two o'clock in the morning, but this morning at five o'clock, five thirty. I forgot. I think it was five thirty. I just got out of bed, walked over to the door, made a little. You know, looked at text and he got out of bed and he went outside. So many people can't get their dogs to go outside and come back in when they call them or tell them to. This Shouldn't that be a simple thing? It should be a simple thing. But a lot of people can't do that. They, they can't do that. And, and if you can't do that, how are you going to get your dog, that, that same dog that bites people, bites dogs, jumps on people to stop that behavior. Like if you can't handle getting your dog to go from point A to point B without even talking or making any movement, but through habit, how are you going to be able to, how are you going to be able to stop your dog from all these bad behaviors? Because you set precedent where you always say yes to your dog, and your dog can do whatever it wants to do. It thinks it can do whatever it wants to do. Because believe it or not, you should want your dog to want to think it's supposed to walk next to you. You should want your dog to want to think it's supposed to lie down at a cafe for a couple of hours. You should want your dog to think that all their good behavior is the norm. And that there's not always in it something for them. At the beginning, there is. That's how we train them. We train them with lots of yes. That's how we get to what we want our dogs to do is yes. So when you hear folks that preach reward only, reward only, reward only, I don't disagree other than the word only. No, it's not only. It's part of the shaping of the dog's life 
experience and your relationship that you're building, but you need to say no and not just say no. No has to have meaning to it. It has to have a consequence to it. I've shared this story numerous times when I was back in, 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 in Providence, standing at Starbucks behind a woman in a stroller with two children, one in the stroller, one on, on her hand, two people away from the register. And the kids were like, I want a cookie. I want a cookie. She's like, no, absolutely not. You haven't eaten dinner yet. And then the next person, you know, she gets closer in line. I want a cookie. I want a cookie. I want a cookie. You can split a cookie. Next person in line. By the time she got to the front of the line, which was only two people, they each had their own cookie. She said no, though. But they got their own cookie. What? Good luck. Good luck having no mean anything. Good luck having no mean anything. These kids were two and five. Good luck as a parent teaching your child that no actually means no. And it's the same with dogs. So your no has to have meaning. It has to mean absolutely not. You will not repeat that again. And there will be a consequence if you do. And then the dog goes through life going, I know what to do correctly. I know what to do correctly. And yeah, I'm afraid of doing something wrong because of the consequence. I want to avoid the consequence. That is how you train. Now, some people will disagree on that, but it's like, no. But when I say the dog should be afraid, that doesn't mean they're living in fear. It's called reality. It's called nature. It's called human nature and animal nature. We are afraid of doing certain things wrong because of the consequence, correct? Some kids are not. Some kids aren't. That's why they steal, carjack, rob, sex crime. Some people aren't afraid of the consequence. But... Most of us are. And so should your dog. But you have to teach them what the consequence is going to be. They have to experience that consequence. You can't be rational with them like a child. If you do this, you will end up with this consequence. Most kids that are old enough to comprehend those things understand that. Well, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my driver's license. I don't want my car taken away from me. But a dog doesn't know. It has to experience what the no is. You have to teach the dog the no. You have to teach the dog the no so then the no has value. So the concept that yes, yes, yes does have an important role. But it only goes so far. It only goes so far. 
there has to be a no. Don't be like that. So you're leash reactive. This is the consequence. I already taught you how to behave on the leash. Training you more how to behave on the leash isn't going to stop the leash reactivity. I need to teach you the consequence for the leash reactivity. And that's, well, what do you mean, Jeff? I'm like, we've got videos on all this stuff. I talk about this stuff all the day. My morning show, I'm doing being general. If you want a how-to, get a video. Nobody asked me this, but I'm just saying, though, in general. You can't just throw this stuff out, Jeff, without telling us how to do it. I have told you how to do it. My morning show, I get deeper into concepts. It's so important that you teach your dog this is the consequence for leash reactivity. And it's a one to three second punitive consequence. That's what it is. Done. Great. Now you know. Great. You want to keep doing it? Or do you want to do you want to keep the or do you want to keep having these negative consequences? It's up, it's up to you. The dog's smart enough to know. That's why there's something called avoidance. Dogs do go into avoidance. That's not a bad thing. They're avoiding the consequence that they don't like. Good. I'm glad. And they're nervous at first because they're, you're, they're going against what they want to do. It's hard for them. It's hard for them. So always know how far yes gets you and then realize, realize the importance of no, but know that the word no and the consequence is short-lived and why this is such a sticking point, I just, excuse me, do not understand. I am baffled by an educated human being not being able to grasp this concept that you cannot go, your dog cannot go through life with a yes only world and not understand that there is negative consequences for certain behavior. So you don't do it again. I am baffled by anyone with any type of intellect that does not grasp that. Did I just insult someone? Do you feel insulted? Okay. Maybe you're that person then. Maybe you don't have common sense. Well, put on your fucking big girl, big boy panties and fucking wake up and have some. Just think about it rationally. Forget what social media says. Forget what the experts say. Forget what I say. Think for yourself. Does it make sense that you can go through life only, only saying yes and never learning what no is? And then we end up where we are now? And I thought the comparison to parents saying yes to children about their sex change operations at age seven and eight. A damn good comparison. And that doesn't mean somebody hates dogs and abuses dogs. 
because they feel like that about dogs. And it doesn't mean someone is transphobic because they feel that way. It means they want to protect their young children. And it means they want to keep their dogs safe. You know, I often <laughs> do topics that alienates a lot of people, turns off a lot of people, loses people. To prove my point, I knew the show would do it. But I'm so goddamn passionate about dogs staying alive and owners living a better life that I will continue to do it. Because what is happening out there in the dog training industry is just a mirror what is happening out there in society. It is a mirror because what happens in the dog training industry is controlled by humans and these humans are in the society that we're in right now. And there are people in this society that will stand up and fight for our kids. And there are people in this society that will stand up and fight for our dogs at the expense of whatever happens. And I get massive amounts of pushback. But it takes more people to stand up or we will end up with concepts like a dog should only be trained when it wants to be trained. That legislation was put up in Canada. Don't say no to your dogs. That was put up in Canada. Don't say no to your kids. We'll take them away. That's being put up as well. Ironic. Interesting at the interesting at a minimum. And it's happening right here before everybody's eyes and nobody says shit. Now there are people that are going to school board meetings. And then what happens? The Department of Justice starts treating them like they would a terrorist. What happens when people like me speak up? We're treating them like a dog abuser. We make accusations against them. We slander them. We make up stories about them. We discredit them. A lot of parallel there. And when shit like that happens, that's when you start paying attention. That's when you don't become a sheep 
and you actually stand back and you say, there's something here. There is something here. And COVID is a great example. Everybody put Fauci on a pedestal. And now people like myself who called bullshit and a lot of other people called bullshit did not get vaccinated. Now people are saying, shit, I shouldn't have. And shit, I'm glad I didn't. And I knew you were a bunch of fucking liars. That's a damn good example right there. And now they're not being censored. And now they can't speak up. And now CNN, MSNBC, they're all being proven wrong. They're all being proven a liar. And this is the same thing that's going to happen in dog training. It's going to bite you in the ass. It is going to bite you in the ass when they take away all your rights to train their dog the way you want to. It sounds far-fetched, but so does making every single person in this country stay six feet apart and wear a mask. That sounds far-fetched. Not being able to go to another country, not being able to come into another country, that sounds far-fetched. Not being able to go to the workplace, that sounds far-fetched. I'm 57 years old. The fucking cell phone sounded far-fetched at one point. I remember my first one. I remember my car one. I remember my goddamn little antenna that was fucking curled around that was on my back of my car. Actually, I had a, 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 a minivan. Uh, I mean, a Ford Econoline van was on the front window. Mm. Now I had an explore. I had a, I had a Bronco. I had a Ford Bronco. It was on the top. So actually, roof. It sounds far fetched. But we are going down a dangerous path in dog training where people need to understand. Yes, is important, but it only goes so far, and then it's time for no to kick in, and it's time for a lot of no to be intertwined with yes, because the dog might know a command, but might not hold the command. That's when the dog has to learn no. There's a consequence for breaking a command under a distraction. There's a consequence for not listening. There's a consequence for just letting a dog be a dog. So if you're new to dog ownership, if you're new to dog training, and you're getting inundated with 
Yes, 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 yes. Reward, 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 reward. Never say no. Understand how far it will get you. It's funny, a colleague of mine messaged me yesterday and she's knows the trainer in her local big box store. And she went in there yesterday to get some supplies. And the trainer walked up to her and said, could you tell me what harness you use to get your dogs to walk so politely? Because half of my class has quit and asked for a refund because I can't get their dogs to walk on a leash. Now, number one, you're a dog trainer that can't get dogs to walk on the leash and you think you're using the wrong type of harness, you have a lot to learn, dog trainer. You have a lot to learn about basic dog training and you better start learning if you can't even get a basic obedience class under control without having half your class quitting and asking for a refund. That should be a, the biggest tell in the world that you're doing a shitty fucking job. And all these trainers come out of a certain university, a certain three-letter university out in California that's done online was a contract with the big box companies to supply them with dogs and they all come accredited, certified, and they fucking don't know shit. And then there's people in the trenches doing the work. Like walking a dog on a leash is dog training 101. That's sort of like when you go to an ER and they take your blood pressure, they can't even fucking get that right. Well, that would sketch or scare the shit out of you. You don't even know how to take blood pressure? Are you kidding me? We're not talking about a blood draw. Total blood pressure, and it's an automatic damn machine half the time. Literally, it's automated. I've got one at home. Put the cuff on, push a button, auto inflates, deflates, read fucking numbers. So you do it the old school way pump, 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 stethoscope. Watch. So please understand that yes is going to be way more reps, lots more work 
lot more laborious. But no is going to be just as important, but it only takes seconds. Brittany, good morning. Avi says hi. Stuck ones, good morning. Holly, good morning. Kansas, good morning. Dishnul, good morning. Tactical dog training, may peace be upon you. Thank you. Caught you live. Tactical dog training. Brittany says uh, they can't get a tattoo or drink until 21, but a child can change their sex. I'm sorry, not cool. What the fuck is going on in this country? And then these schools are allowing to keep it a secret from parents in some states. My mom, yes. We do a whole show on that. Should scare you. Maggie, my neighbor called animal control because my dog barks at hers. Her dog used to bark at mine when she was a pup, but I've since stopped as a protection dog. How much barking is acceptable? Well, Maggie, let's, let's maybe take, take a step back here and look within. Is her dog going up onto your yard bothering people in your, you know, if you've got kids in the yard, or is it just walking by? Or is it just your next door neighbor's dog and it's barking at it through the fence? Protection dogs don't do that. If the dog was biting its own business, that's not being a protection dog. That's a, that's a dog that's got a barking problem. Dog shouldn't bark at all. My dogs, we have neighbors with dogs. My dogs don't bark at them. Now, you don't have to be like my dog, but I'm just saying no. But my dogs don't bark at them. It has nothing to do with being a protection dog. If anything, a protection dog should bark on cue or bark when there's danger. And your neighbor's dog most likely is not a danger. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Is it is it coming after you? Are you out in the yard raking leaves and it literally rushes up to you to, to try to bite you and your dog's protecting you? That's a different story. But if it's just like existing in its own space, your dog shouldn't be barking at all. So take a step, just take a step back to think about that. Be honest with yourself. Is your dog being badly behaved? Who cares that the dog is bark, bark, barks at, bark, used to bark at you? That's not the point. Now, if the dog walks by your house and your dog barks and then stops as it goes by and she's calling animal control, that's a little bit petty on the other person's part. But for you as an owner, I would get your dog to stop that. And is your dog trained in actual protection? Does it actually been trained in proper protection? Do not post. Can it bite on command? Can it do release? Can it work in drive? Can you call it off of a bite? Return it to a heel? What's your level of protection training that you have? Or does your dog just guarding you when it doesn't need to? Pam, 
Good morning, good morning. Douglas saying, well, well, I disagree with scattering treats on the ground when a dog reacts. It's a common positive effects. Yeah, it's redirection. It's very, very common, extremely common. And that's, again, that's not stopping the behavior. Sure, the dog might stop the barking at the moment and go and eat the and eat the food off the ground, but you're what you're doing is you're rewarding the behavior. Unwanted behavior, food arrival, reward arrival, reinforcement of unwanted behavior. Uh, Denise says, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Schnull, your morning show is my favorite. I like him too. It's good morning. Avi, we are in some uh, crazy times. We are. Schnull, uh, you have given me the strength to stand up again. Yesterday was a big day for me. I used to sit quietly and no more worrying about what I stand for with my dogs uh, as a breeder of poodles. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, there is a way to stand up and be respectful, even when others are not, and communicate. I mean, look at, just watch any of Vivek Ramaswamy's long form, short form debates, conversations, points. He's, he will disagree with you, but he will be very res respectful. He will be very respectful. I listened to an hour-long uh, interview yesterday with Bill Maher. I mean, I listened to probably 50 interviews that he's done. I've listened to 50 interviews that Robert F. Kennedy's done. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. I listened to the person speaking. I actually didn't even realize Kennedy was a Democrat until I got a little bit deeper. Because he was speaking like no other lately. Avi, they treated one gentleman like a terrorist because his daughter was raped in the bathroom. Yeah, that's common. And the school used to just try to sweep it under the rug. That's common. He's a terrorist. Crazy. Yes. Yes. That's becoming common practice. That's becoming common practice. Avi, the, squares, the scariest words in the English language are... I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yes, run and them. Yes. Douglas Walker says, oh, my gosh, loose leash walking is day one and pulling your results in the first half hour. Yes, agreed. Obviously, said that was a great interview. Oh, the one with Bill Maher? Yeah. I mean, because, you know, he challenged him, and Bill challenged him. It was great. It actually was great. There's a lot of great... There's so much great information online and you need to, and it's important that people watch the long format stuff, not just the sound clips, the long format stuff. And if you don't know what the source is, usually somewhere in the video, it says, or you can Google it. I mean, you go on YouTube and search for it, search for the long format or who was the host of the show, go to their channel, go to their channel. So if you hear a soundbite of 
when you hear a soundbite of Joe Rogan, for instance, with somebody, well, knowing that every, if you see Joe Rogan in his podcast studio and it's a five minute soundbite with somebody, know that's connected to anywhere from a two to a four hour podcast. Because that's all he does. He does not, he'll do a short interview like he's been on Ben Shapiro's Sunday special and that's an hour. But his podcasts are long. So watch the whole podcast to learn about more than the soundbite. All right, everybody. Jeff Kelvin, Solid Canine Training. Madly in love with you. And we'll see you all tonight. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just curious, will you be watching the Republican debate or the interview Tucker will be giving with Trump? Well, I'll eventually watch both of them. In which order, I'm not sure. Um... I've I've listened to a lot of Vivek stuff, and I've listened to DeSantis's stuff separately. I do feel that DeSantis should stay the governor of Florida. And I was, I used to think that, I used to think that um, he was, actually, I never wanted him to leave Florida. But with Vivek wanting to only be president and Trump only wanting to be president, though those are, those are two of my, would be my two of my front runners. And then on the Democrat side, Kennedy would be my my front runner. Which doesn't mean I'm not open to listening to the debate, but a lot of debates lately have not been debates. So I think Tucker's interview would be extremely interesting. And I like to listen to a lot of Vivek's, all his different debates. I mean, uh, conversations in his interviews. But I'm more than happy to listen to a debate. But I'll eventually watch everything. I'll eventually watch everything. And I think it's important that everybody starts listening to both sides. Even though I don't have a lot of faith in the Democratic Party anymore. I'm willing to listen. Because how can I make a decision without that how can I make a decision without it and I used to vote Democrat but I've been voting for a while 57 all right madly in love with you everybody take care hey Angela my love all right Take care. Bye-bye.